Keeping It With Jones, the Lonnie Jones podcast adventure, is brought to you by TKM Incorporated. This company located in Moss, Tennessee, specializes in erosion control, hydro-seeding, hydro-mulch, silt fence. They do minor excavation work, and they also provide traffic control and construction signs. Their mission is keeping people safe. Their passion is wishing that all men could be saved. TKM stands for The King's Men. If you'd like to contact The King's Men, you can contact them at 931-243-3958. 931-243-3958. Or you may email them at tkminc2001 at twlakes.net. That is tkminc2001 at twlakes.net. The King's Men in partnership with Keeping Up With Jones, the Lonnie Jones podcast adventure. SJL General Contractor is a full construction company that primarily focuses on civil construction and asphalt sales in the Huntsville and Fayetteville regions. Services they provide include, but are not limited to, road construction, asphalt material, underground utilities, site work, and demolition. They employ heavy equipment operators, concrete finishers, pipe layers, and CDL dump truck drivers. If you would like for this company to work for you on your project, or if you'd like to work for them as an employee of this family-owned business, you can contact them at 931-433-4660. That is 931-433-4660. Or three W's and a dot sjnl.com. That's www.sjnl.com. SJNL General Contractor is a sponsor of Keeping Up With Jones. Lonnie Jones podcast adventure. Hello, my name is Inigo Montoya. You killed my father. Prepare to die. You can't hear those words and not hear them spoken by Mandy Patinkin as he brings to life the Spanish fencing wizard Inigo Montoya. He played the role of Inigo Montoya in the Rob Reiner film, The Princess Bride. The, the rank fencing wizard is, is a made-up rank. It's supposed to be a rank that is greater than a master. The movie itself, The Princess Bride, is based on a book by William Goldman. Goldman's book is entitled The Princess Bride, S. Morgenstern's classic tale of true love and high adventure, The Good Parts. This 1973 Spanish romance novel by William Goldman appears to be based on S. Morgenstern's classic tale and is a bridge to include only, quote-unquote, the good parts. But doing a little research into the origins of this story and the character of Inigo Montoya, in reality, S. Morgenstern is a fictitious author, and his work, The Princess Bride, a classic tale of true love and high adventure, was never written either. The only Princess Bride novel and the only author of such was written by Goldman. You see, in his novel, he pretends to base his story on the made-up work of a made-up author, S. Morgenstern, neither of which ever existed. Goldman, in writing his book, will quote-unquote break the fourth wall, as it were, and and pretend to be skipping parts of the make-believe novel as he tells his tale to only include 
the good parts. He might talk about the Spanish ship and say, ah. Morgan Stern would go into great detail describing what the ship looked like, but we'll skip that and get to the good parts. And so he creates this cult classic novel as if he's abridging an already existing novel and, and the original novel never existed. The only Princess Bride is written by William Goldman, and the only author of The Princess Bride is William Goldman. In a, a famous meme, Tom McCallum used Inigo Montoya's famous lines that was spoken by Mandy Patinkin, and, and he used it uh, to talk about a master class on introducing yourself. He, he takes the simple phrase, hello, my name is Inigo Montoya. You killed my father, prepare to die. And he gives, he says, is a master class on introducing yourself. Number one, you start with a polite greeting. Hello. Number two, you introduce yourself. My name is Inigo Montoya. Number three, you create a relevant personal link. You killed my father. And number four, you manage your expectations, prepare to die. And so as he gives this class on how to introduce yourself, he uses Inigo Montoya's cult classic line as a master class on introductions. And, 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 he, and he's not wrong. When I moved to Huntsville, the senior minister at our church was J.C. Davidson. He had preached at the same church longer than I'd been on the planet. His deep southern accent, his jovial personality, and his baritone voice bring warmth to my heart as I think about him even today. I was devastated when he was diagnosed with the cancer that would take his life. I was, I was visiting in his home. I was less than 29 years old, and I was visiting him as a fellow minister, a, a, a professional in the ministry field. I was the youth minister at the church where he was the senior minister. And yet for all my professionalism and all my training, J.C. saw me just as a boy. You see, J.C. had sons older than I was. We were in his kitchen in his modest home on Force Drive, and we were eating sandwiches, <laughs> sandwiches that Brother Davidson had made himself in his own kitchen. He'd invited me over to the house for lunch, and when we got there, his wife wasn't there, and J.C. was that old school uh, gentleman, and he didn't have very many culinary skills, and so he got out the bread and the cheese, and we made our sandwiches, and we sat there eating lunch at this gentleman's table. And I was a very, very young man. I was a very, very young minister. And I was either innocent, naive, or stupid enough to ask him about his cancer. And I asked him if he was afraid. And in that deep, rich voice, he said, Well, Lonnie, my boy, I've tried to live my life to prepare for this very thing. Preparing to die. Managing your expectations. J.C. as a wizened minister and a man of great wisdom understood that his expectation was to die. And it, that had been his expectation since before he was diagnosed with cancer. It probably became his expectation when he was baptized as a very young man at the Potter's Children Home, the orphanage where he was raised, and he gave his life to God, and he gave his life to ministry. His expectation was to lead this life. He did not expect to live forever, 
at least not here. He did expect to live forever somewhere else. But his expectation was to leave this life, and so he was prepared to die. And he wasn't scared. And he wasn't intimidated, and he really wasn't that tearful when he and I talked about it. It has been said by Kerry Robinson that you don't have to be scared to get whipped. Well, I'll add to that, you, you don't have to be scared to get hurt. You don't have to be scared to get killed. You don't have to believe in hell to go there. And you don't have to be prepared in order to die. And without being overly melodramatic, I've recently confronted the factual nature of my own death. I was nearly killed years ago in a climbing incident that most people don't ever even know about. In 2009, when I had the medical emergency, there was the real potential for that event to end my life. And and just most recently, the thing that happened January the 28th uh, in the woods outside of Florence, Alabama, um, rolling into the emergency room, or actually rolling into the operating room uh, at Helen Keller Memorial, I had the thought to myself that I would not be emerging from that particular building. I don't know why I had that thought. It turns out that had my daughter and Dr. Roni Najjar not rescued me from that particular facility, uh, the infection that had set up in my lungs and the infection that had set up around my liver would indeed have probably turned me septic and I would have died a slow, gangrenous, agonizing death in the weeks to come. We we, we think that's been cleared up and we're trying to manage that. But that is the one expectation we can all manage. We're all going to die, whether we are prepared or not. It's the one expectation we all have in common. We're not guaranteed anything else. We're not guaranteed to attend school. We're not guaranteed to graduate. We're not guaranteed to marry. We're not guaranteed to have kids, a career. We're not guaranteed to earn our black belt. We're not guaranteed to have children, to see our children go to school, to see our children attend university. We're not guaranteed to have grandkids. We're not guaranteed to see our grandkids go to school. We're not guaranteed to see our grandkids graduate. We're not guaranteed to see our grandkids get married. We're guaranteed the one thing that is common of all people who walk the face of the earth, and that is that we're going to die. And that is an expectation that we can manage we can make a preparation for our death. We can manage that expectation. It starts with managing a relationship with your Creator. We are created for a purpose, and that is to glorify the one who created us. The, the two most important days of your life is, is the day that you were born and the day that you figure out why you were born. In, in managing the expectation of leaving this planet by means of death. You manage your relationship with your Creator, and you manage the balance of yourself, yourself and God, and yourself and others. It's about managing integrity, morality, accountability, faith, obedience, and selflessness. Discovering or, or coming to grips with the fact that we are here to serve and not to be served. We are not here to amass possessions, but to amass a portfolio 
of having used our blessings, whatever they are, talents or possessions, to be a blessing. And so if you want to talk about a master class, I think that master class is, is, is stated in, in McCallum's model of Indigo Montoya's words. Introduce yourself. State the relevant personal information. And then manage the expectations of our human existence. Hello. I'm Lonnie Jones. You and I are temporary residents who will one day transition to the spiritual realm. And what we do has implications and will impact our eternity. Prepare to die. Keeping up with Jones, the Lonnie Jones podcast adventure. I am your host, Lonnie Jones. My wife Jackie and I moved to the city of Huntsville in 1986 for me to be a youth and family minister. I have been a minister since 1980. I have served in this community as a police chaplain assigned to a SWAT team since 1992. And I've been in private practice as a licensed professional counselor since 1998. I'm also an adventure educator and an avid outdoorsman. I dabble in rock climbing and I goof around with Brazilian jiu-jitsu. Our life has been full of many wonderful experiences and some just outright adventures. I used to write about those things in a little church bulletin article. So now instead of asking you to read those things, we're just going to talk about them in our podcast. And as we talk about them, we're going to talk about the facts. The facts lead to concepts, and the concepts lead to application. One caveat about the facts is, for the most part, we're going to tell you the facts just as they happened. But every now and then, we're going to tell you the way other people have told us they remember it happening with a little bit of embellishment. It's all good, clean fun and for educational purposes. Thank you for listening, and we hope you enjoy Keeping Up with Jones.